Welcome to the Young, Driven, and Savvy Podcast. I'm your host, Adve Deshmukh, and today we're joined by Dylan Sarkozy, the lead singer and guitarist of Crossroads, a band. And like many of you listening would like to, Dylan has turned his passion for music into a business. So hi, how are you doing today, Dylan? I'm doing great, Adve. How are you? I'm doing great as well. So let's get right into the questions. So how did your passion for music begin? Um, I would say it began very early in my life. Uh, my parents have told me, and I have some scattered memories of loving singing at a very young age. And uh, as embarrassing as it is looking back now, I used to sing in the talent shows at our elementary school. And I always loved singing in music class as well. Uh, it took a turn for me in middle school, and that's because that's when I started listening to a lot more rock music. I looked up to a lot of bands from the 90s, uh, such as Green Day and Weezer, and they really made me take music a lot more seriously. Um, that's also about the same time I started to play guitar, and now, of course, I take music more seriously than ever as we continue to write and record our original songs and play shows whenever we can. So how would you describe Crossroads, like the music style or something along those lines? I would say Crossroads is an alternative rock band with uh, influences ranging from Green Day and Weezer uh, to Radiohead and the Smashing Pumpkins. Um, Really, Crossroads is a 90s band with a style and sound that we um, try to portray. And we're really motivated to make great music, and we want to stay true to that style. So what took your passion that you said used in like middle school talent shows and stuff like that? And how did you take that interest and build it into a business or a band? Um, well, it started back in seventh grade, actually, uh, with our lead guitar player, Adam. Uh, he was the one who started the band. Uh, we met in seventh grade music class. Um, that was about the same time where uh, we learned we were learning how to play guitar a little bit here and there. And I really liked it a lot. And he had already played guitar. And he, I remember him playing uh, Seven Nation Army in front of the whole class. And I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. So I told him that I, I, that I sang a little. I told him that um, I was very interested in playing guitar. And he told me that he was looking to start a band. So it really was just being in the right place at the right time. Uh, but without Adam, I don't think I would be as invested in, in guitar as I am. And I definitely wouldn't be in a band. So I, I really do owe it all to him because this is not something I would have even thought about doing before meeting him in that class. So it all really started with um, seventh grade music class is, when, is what turned into uh, Crossroads today. Wow, that's awesome. So how'd you pick up the skills you need in, in your role at Crossroads? Like how, how'd you pick up the singing and guitar skills? It's lots and lots of practice. Um, there's not a day goes by where I'm not singing and playing guitar. And I think it really comes down to three things. Singing is just a lot of constant practice and exercise to keep your voice healthy and warm. And if I go a couple of days without doing my warm-ups or my exercises, I could notice a, an immediate difference at practice uh, with the band. Um, another skill would be, um, a lot of coordination and muscle memory to be able to play guitar and sing at the same time. Um, it, that's the, probably the hardest thing, or, um, if not one of the hardest things, um, that it requires for me to do, to be a front man. Like, um, it's just hard to stay in time on guitar or sing the right notes and play the right notes on your guitar at the same time. That would be the hardest skill to acquire, I believe. And I think I do a pretty good job of it. Um. Sometimes we um, can't play some certain songs just because I won't be able to play the guitar part and sing the vocals at the same time. But uh, that would be a 
about one of them. And another one, uh, the big one is just a lot of confidence because I used to get very nervous going on a stage and it affects your performance. It really does. You don't have um, the confidence of yourself to really go there and hit the high notes or um, just like walk around the stage differently. And now I have a different mindset. Uh, it's like when I come on the stage, I'm, a, I'm just a different person. And looking back at videos, I can really tell the difference between our first couple performances and then our most recent ones. Just the, even with um, not only myself, my bandmates as well, just how we move around on stage and how we interact with each other on stage is a big thing mm -hmm. to um, getting a crowd going. So uh, that's another big one would be confidence. So other than the skills you use on a daily basis, how did you pick up those skills? Like how did you learn how to play guitar or learn how to sing? Was that like formal lessons or how did you go about that? Um, singing, I've always kind of done. Um, not until about a couple months ago um, before um, COVID-19 is when I started singing lessons. And about, I think, was three years ago was I started guitar lessons and then I stopped guitar lessons for a while to do vocal lessons and I plan on going back to guitar lessons soon but um for the first couple months of playing guitar I was teaching myself through uh YouTube and various other websites um that taught me theory and taught me the songs I wanted to learn so that was really how I started and but then um as soon as you get the lessons is when it, it kind of takes it to the next level is when you start to really learn how to master uh, your instrument. Wow, so even with the level of success you have achieved, you still wanna keep getting better by going back to lessons and just continuing to better the quality of the music, I'm assuming. Yeah, of course. Um, I believe I'm far, very far from mastering guitar and I've, I haven't really, I don't believe I've completely mastered um, my voice yet as well. And to write songs and to be able to perform um, difficult songs. Um, it requires a lot more practice than uh, requires a lot more practice and knowledge than what I currently have. Um, it's a it's a lot of learning about theory for guitar when it comes to songwriting, and then there's certain skills um, that come with it that you need to learn to play certain parts for certain covers that we want to do. Mm -hmm. And um, looking back now, a couple months ago, and looking back now. To where I am, I can tell I've improved a lot with um, my vocal register and just uh, certain things about my style I've, I've, I've definitely improved upon. And that's why we're going to actually be re-recording a lot of the songs that we already have recorded because all of us have gotten a lot better. Um, we've written new parts for the songs we have. So we're going to get back in the studio hopefully soon to start doing that. That's amazing. So what's it like maintaining relationships with your fellow band members? Um, very quickly, we became a family, I believe. And mm -hmm. there's nothing we wouldn't do for each other. Uh, we're always constantly staying in touch and we love practicing together and writing songs. We're really, it, it really just became a, like a group of um, my best friends. I don't think, and I, and I owe it all to Crossroads to um, knowing these guys because they're some of the best people I've ever met. And there's no one in the world I'd rather be doing this with. And I really appreciate those guys. Wow. So what inspired you to become an entrepreneur and potentially pursue Crossroads full-time rather than work for somebody else? Well, um, I wanted to start this band originally where I wanted to be in this band to inspire people um, like I was inspired by other bands. 
from the 90s. I want to be able to hopefully inspire the next generation of musicians to uh, take guitar and, and singing very seriously and try to make it a career. And I, if I could make this into my lifelong career, that'd be great. But um, I don't really think that's what it's about for me. I think it's more about um, just getting to know people along the way, um, having, going through all these experiences, making memories with the guys of recording and playing shows. Cause those are some of the best memories I have uh, as of right now. I mean, playing in Philly and playing in New York and Delaware were, were, just great times um, and we really enjoyed those. But um, if this could become a career for me, I would very much appreciate that. That's really cool. So how'd you raise capital to start your band? Like how'd you get it off the ground, get money to do that? We really owe it all to our parents and um, I won't, I won't, I'll call him our manager just for the sake of it. He's not really our manager, but um he kind of he kind of treats us like he is, but uh, his name is Al Camioni, and he's our drummer Tyler, his dad's uh, lifelong friend, and we really owe it all to him and our parents. They were the ones that bought us our first gear, and I mean, I my first guitar and my first amp were bought by them, and they're the ones who paid for my lessons for a while, um, and that really got us uh, moving with just like learning or to play our instruments, mm-hmm. and then driving us to gigs and um buying us um our first round of uh, t-shirts that we wanted to to sell which is another way we raised capital was by selling t-shirts and tickets to our gigs um uh, fortunately uh starting a band doesn't really require uh much capital to uh get yourself off the ground but um yeah with what we did need um it was our parents and um our manager al that's awesome. So how do you convince potential gigs to choose your band to perform rather than the, that of a, like a larger, more established a band? As a, um, being in the music industry at, a, at such a young age, it's, it's really hard to get moving. Um, but one thing we pride ourselves on is professionalism. I feel like a lot of venues don't trust younger artists just because, you know, they don't even think sometimes that they might not show up or if they do, they're not going to be as good. They could have done something to their uh, videos and, you know, they might come and they might not sound as great as they did. And then that's bad for the venue. So we pride ourselves on pride ourselves on professionalism. And we also have something called an electronic press kit or EPK for short. And it's basically a brochure to get to know everything about the band. But uh, these are very common things. It's what venues usually ask for when booking gigs but an EPK will usually tell possible venues or A&R reps about the people in the band. It'll say our influences, our past accomplishments and gigs. Um, you'll find the recordings of our original songs and recovers. Um, you'll see videos of our live performances. It's pretty much just to get to know the band personally and professionally and see how we perform. Wow. So what would you say is your biggest challenge in the music space? Um, the music industry is, a, is, is tough because you could have all the talent in the world and there's, there's a chance that it, it goes to waste just because you don't know the right people. So um, just knowing the right people and getting yourself out there is, um, is, is the biggest challenge. We were really doing really good last summer. We played 
um, a show at um, a bar in Philly called The Fire. We played a the Hard Rock Cafe in Philly. We played at this beautiful venue called The Queen in Wilmington. We played there twice, and we played at The Bitter End, which is actually uh, funny enough where Lady Gaga played her first uh, show, or one of her wow. first shows, rather. So that was a great experience, but things have slowed down because of the pandemic currently, and we haven't been able to get much done um, show-wise, but currently we're just trying to record songs, write new, uh, write new material, and just really um, perfect our, our craft of um, learning our instruments here to, for, so that when we can come back and start playing gigs again, we're better than ever. Wow. So what financial advice would you give to young entrepreneurs trying to get a business off the ground? Um, where bands don't really, um, you know, it's not, there's not much finances that go into starting this early, but I would say, um, that if for people trying to, uh, get a band going to spend a lot less money on gear and, um, like, like stuff like amps and pedals and guitars and, and drum sets and all that, don't worry about that as much as, uh, lessons and just, um, spending time to practice because um, I'm guilty of this myself. Even I buy a lot, I buy a lot of gear and a lot of people think that that's, what's going to make them better and take that uh, to the next level. But you could have very basic gear, just a guitar straight into your amp and like nothing else. And as long as you uh, practice enough and you've uh, taken enough, taken enough lessons, that's what's really going to put you over the edge and make you stand out as a musician. So if I were to give any financial advice, it would to be um, spend more time and money on lessons than uh, spending money on gear. That's a great tip. So what would you say is your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur? It's, it's really just doing what I love. Um, um, I, I love music and this band more than anything. I love the people that I, I get to work with on a daily basis. Um, we become a family and it's just, it's become the biggest aspect of my life. It's become my number one focus. Um, is this, my number one focus is this band and there's nothing else that um, I would pay more attention to than this. And if it, it, of course, it's our goal to make this our career and become financially stable doing so, that would be amazing. That's a dream of mine. But just being able to play gigs and show the world um, what I love to do and be able to express that is, um, is a great feeling because music has been the way for me to express how I'm feeling about everything with uh, personal relationships, uh, things going on in the world, certain problems I have, I've written it in song and it's just been a really great outlet for me and I'm really thankful for it. That's amazing. So on the other hand, what would you say is your least favorite part of running your business, your band? It's something that I hate and love at the same time. It's just the struggle of being in the music business along with um, any kind of art. It's the hardest field in the world to get into. And it's, it's so hard to become a very success, successful musician. Um, and knowing that can sometimes bring me down. Like our manager, Al, always says, uh, he always uh, references us to U2. He always says, you guys aren't going to be the next U2. It's, not, it's, it's very unlikely. But he goes, it's not impossible. So knowing that it's an uphill battle um, keeps me down sometimes. It, um, it 
it gets you down in the dumps a little bit. You think, you know, is it really worth doing? But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm very motivated to keep fighting because it's what I love to do. And um, I'm going to give 100% of my effort towards making this a career. That's awesome. So if you had to boil it down to a few tips to give to aspiring entrepreneurs or people like you who want to turn their passion into a business, what would you tell them? To uh, not listen to any doubters. I mean, we've had our fair share. Um, if um, looking at certain Instagram comments or DMs that we've gotten or just people in school that, um, that will um, try to bring you down. And I've, um, I've even had a close friend of mine say recently to me that he was very proud of how I um, don't let that get to me. Um, because if you do, you're not going to want to do it. And this is my passion that I don't care what other people have to say about it. I know that I love what I do. I love the things I create. I love everything about this band. And I'm just going to continue to not listen to the doubters. I'm going to um, just keep powering through uh, and to stay motivated. Um, get yourself out there. Try to get as many gigs as possible. Don't worry about playing in front of 100 people at your first gig. I mean, a couple of our gigs, we've played for barely anybody. We played for a couple people in the crowd that we hadn't know that we don't know. And it was always a great time, no matter what. And if you are playing a gig like that, treat it like you're playing in front of 10,000 people in a, in a packed stadium is how I look at it. I will, um, if I'm playing in front of 10 or 10,000 people, I'm going to treat it like I'm on the center stage and in, um, in a sold out stadium. And it's that kind of confidence that really puts you ahead of other bands. Um, it makes you stand out. Wow. So finally, last question. If anyone listening would like to listen to a few X-Road songs or even maybe purchase some merchandise, how should they do this? Well, you can follow us on our Instagram at um, X-Road's Music, and you can also visit our website, www.xroadsmusic.com, to find our music. We have released a demo, which was um, released last summer, of four original songs with two covers. Um, we hope to have an EP release within the next couple of months and hopefully a full-length album out by the end of the year. So stay tuned for that. Um, we really don't have a way of selling our merchandise yet online. So um, if you find us at one of our next gigs, then uh, for sure come up and we'll have our t-shirts there for, for sale. We also uh, did make stickers last year that we gave out all around our school. And so that's the best way to find us. Um, www.xroadmusic.com. You can see pictures of the band from our various photo shoots that we've done. You can learn about everybody in the band and like what their inspirations are and how they got started. You'll, um, you can find our contact information with our email um, and our various social media platforms that we have. And I believe we're also on SoundCloud, which you can find by going to um, our website and clicking on the link there. Thank you so much for joining the podcast today, Dylan. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for joining the Young, Driven, and Savvy podcast. Please rate to hear from more inspirational individuals.